One of the most challenging things for adults to do in our culture is deal with conflict. We're conflict aversive. Stands to reason, if that's difficult, why wouldn't we teach our children how to deal with conflict? You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J. With all the technology now, you have a little text that will get you angry, and all you have to do is delete it. Or someone that's talking to you on the phone, and you're in conflict, and you just hang up. It's standard. I mean, people need to know, do not deal with conflict using technology. Mm. There was an email that got viral two weeks ago in a church where an email was sent from one of the church leaders to another church leader, and somehow it got everywhere and out there. And, you know, you could read it either way, the initial email, but it made so many people mad. Do not deal with conflict electronically. Deal with conflict face-to-face. And that's something we need to help our children deal with, because our children will write people off, say bad things, post bad things about people Mm -hmm. who hurt their feelings. And our children will even get furious with each other. But the difference is our children have to live together, so they're forced to deal with it. I hope we force them to deal with it. And so we want to teach our children to be able to resolve conflict. Conflict is a reality in life. If you, yes. I have conflict with me most days. I'd love to leave me home and not have to be with me. It's a reality, but it was handled differently when you lived in Mayberry and you had a conflict with so-and-so and somehow it got back to your aunt mm-hmm. and your aunt came down the street and said, you're going to have to go deal with that. You well, cannot avoid her. Well, that's a Hispanic family too, though. Oh, that's awesome. So it wasn't that far. Yes. Wow, even now. <laughs> Everything is a family ordeal. Yes, but I know that the Hispanic families in each other's stuff all the time, but there's a plus about that. There is. You don't let it go and let it go and let it go. We're, Except with conflict, it's with conflict, conflict, hopefully there's somebody that says this needs to be handled differently. Mm-hmm. Either I will go with you to get the two of you sitting down mm-hmm. or you go do it first. Mm-hmm. But you two have to talk to each other because you've mm-hmm. let it go too far. Mm-hmm. I want to teach my children to be conflict managers and I want them to not be conflict aversive. And I want to teach them to go in and deal with it because that's what leaders have to do. And remember, we've talked on and on and on and on about the goal of parenting is to raise a leader. Every child a leader. There's no such thing as a leadership temperament. Mm-hmm. We have been told, well, he's just a born leader. No one is a born leader. That's a training. Mm-hmm. We know that. We know that it's a training, and we know that we're lacking leaders because it's one of the things that everybody, like John Maxwell and everybody else, Patrick Lencioni, or continually produce these books on leadership. It's because we're not getting any training. Mm-hmm. Part of leadership is to resolve conflict. Part mm-hmm. of leadership is to resolve conflict that a leader has with someone else, or a leader sees two people have in their organization, they've got to deal with it. Part of parenting is to help our children, siblings, resolve conflict appropriately rather than pushing, poking, yelling, and screaming. And if they don't, as you teach them, resolve conflict appropriately, then you send them to a chair, they have a consequence, and make them come back and start again. Mm -hmm. We've got to teach this because this is not just a thing to do with children. This is a thing we'll have to do in marriage. This Mm -hmm. is raising them to go out the door and be the adult, the goal, Mm -hmm. adult leadership. Or else you're poking and punching and doing things you shouldn't do. Absolutely. Well, we're poking verbally, if nothing else. And we're making statements that we can't believe we made. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, why did I do that? Why was I out of control? Because I don't know how to deal with conflict. Because we take it so seriously and because we don't know the goal. The goal of a conflict in the marriage is not for me to win. It's for us to win. Mm -hmm. And so for us to win, we've got to learn how to deal with conflict. I need to expect my children to be dealing with sibling rivalry. I need to expect my children 
children to be in each other's stuff. I need to expect my children to be bugging each other. They're children. Mm -hmm. But I have to show my children how to handle it and better ways to handle it and put them in a situation where eventually, eventually, Mm -hmm. not when they're children, they handle each other different. I need to be not reactive but proactive. Mm -hmm. It's just that we've tried. Mm -hmm. We've tried the whole thing. Okay, guys, you need to get along. Okay, what's fair for everyone? Because you're obviously going to want what's selfish for you, Mm -hmm. but we need to think of everyone. Let's put it out on the table. You try to teach them how to be calm and all that, and they just don't get it. No, they're kids. And so when they don't get it, there's a consequence. You both go into your chairs. You get out of those chairs. You know, Tori, your chair, the green chair in the living room. Roby, it's your chair in the family room. You can't even see each other. You're sitting there. We're turning the timer on the microwave. And when the timer on the microwave hits five minutes and the dinger goes off, you can get up. In the meantime, you talk. I'm starting the timer again. In the meantime, you get out of the chair. I'm starting the timer again. You refuse to do what you need to do here. You're going to bed early. So that's the start, kids. The start is you were warned and you were poking and you handled each other inappropriately rather than talking it out. And I need to know it's going to take a long time. They went back to their chairs four or five times one night because Mm -hmm. they kept coming back at each other because they wanted their pound of flesh. So the goal is not just to get the 9 and 12-year-old to get along. The goal is to get the 29-year-old and 32-year-old to get along later on in life. But the other side... Side of that in dealing with conflict, we're talking about our, as siblings. We also had Friday nights at our house. Friday night was a mandatory. You two have to sleep in the same room. We acted like it was punishment. It was hilarious. Okay, you know, you know, you know, you have to sleep in the same room tonight. They loved mm-hmm. it. And Tori would pull out her trundle bed, and he would sleep on the lower of the trundle bed. She'd sleep up top. And as long as I don't hear you, you can talk all night. You can talk till dawn. I don't care how long. And that put them in the same room, having fun and talking. Mm-hmm. Do you know that they did that until Tori went to college? They started that little, they did that till Tori went to college when Tori was a senior and they'd both come back from whatever they were her senior year and they're in the same bed and they're emotional. I say, are you guys okay? And they said, well, we just realized we won't get to do this next Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. But that's helping them get along. Mm -hmm. But there are times when they do get in each other's face. Mm -hmm. And so helping them learn to deal with conflict with each other. And if you don't deal with it appropriately, there will be conflict. Tori took my whatever. Then we got to figure out how to talk about that. Mm -hmm. I will sit down with the two of you and I'll help you. So you role play it out? Okay, Tori, why don't don't you ask Roby if this and this. Any way that works for you. <laughs> and if I have to be there to help, I will. But guys, when you do it on your own, it's awesome. When you don't, it's consequence time. Okay. And I think I like your use of the word role play because there are also times when you see that your daughter's in a funk, something's happened, and you go say, what happened? And they say, well, Karen was mean to me today at school. Mm-hmm. And so how do you want to handle that? I don't want to be Karen's best friend anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's an option. I'm not sure that's what Jesus would tell you to do. Right. So what can you do? And those are times when we just decide that, okay, let me help you with this. Mm-hmm. Tori, let's talk about what happened and what you can say to Karen. And you might even want to call her tonight and not wait for school. Mm-hmm. And Karen, can we talk about what happened? Well, she'll just make fun of me again. Okay, let's act like we're on the phone. Let's get ready for it. Then. Yeah, let's act like we're on the phone. You call me, and I don't want to do this day. This is stupid. I know mm-hmm. it is, but do it for me. I'm actually into this now. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And so you want me to be you? I'll be you. Hi, Karen. It's Tori. Can I talk to you for a minute? And what do you think Karen's going to say? 
Uh, oh, I don't want to talk to you anymore, Tori. Now, Tori, do you really think Karen's going to say that? But let's just act like she does. Mm-hmm. Well, you might not want to talk to me, but you're my friend and I want to talk to you. Oh, dad. Hey, that's a, that's a thought. Right, right. And if she says something, like, well, Tori, you're just too sensitive. I know I am. Help me not be so sensitive. Tori, you can't win the argument that Karen was wrong today at school. You got to win the friendship. Now, is your 12 year old daughter going to get that right away? No. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a long time to get that. But once she gets it, wow, she's a negotiator. She's a leader. She's a conflict manager. She's somebody that everybody wants on their team. She's somebody that puts teams back together. More importantly, she's someone that can stay married mm-hmm. without getting all emotional because she's so frustrated. She's let it go too far. She doesn't know how to say, stop, stop, stop. That's not right what you're saying. Can we go back up a little bit and talk mm-hmm. differently? We're responsible to give our children the skills to go out there and be adults. We just have some kids, though, and even some adults that are just so stubborn. Mm-hmm. And so even selfish, and it's probably ourselves. And we see it now as we're older, but then how can we even help the next generation to be not as well, stubborn as we, we are? Well, we can decide, you know what? They're too stubborn. They're too this, and they're too that, and they're too angry. Forget it. I'm not doing this with them because mm-hmm. it's so hopeless. And then we're just setting them up to fail later right. on in life. Or we can decide, okay, we have to help them with some skills, or we have to help this family with some skills. We're back to the dining room table. Is it time for dinner? No, it's not time for dinner. We're sitting at the dining room table across from each other. We're talking about what happened. Here's the challenge. This takes time. And we're never going to do something that takes this much time if we don't see the value of it. Jacob had sons that couldn't stand Joseph. Mm -hmm. They hated him. Literally says they hated him. Mm -hmm. And they hated him so much. And Jacob saw it. And so apparently he kept Joseph in the home office. Mm -hmm. And he sent the boys out in the field to take care of the sheep. And he gave Joseph a special coat that probably meant heir apparent. And just made everybody else mad. Jacob decided to do the easy, not the laborious, not Mm -hmm. the right thing. He should have brought them all in and said, we've got to talk about this. Joseph, what have you done to offend them? And if the boys are honest, the boys are going to say, well, well, daddy's got these dreams of being our leader and our boss, and he's in the middle, and we're all wrapped around him. And dad, to tell you the truth, he never gave me a coat. And so learning to talk this out. So instead, they decide to kill him. Instead of killing him, they decide to make some money off of him and sell him. I mean, Mm -hmm. let's not kill him. After all, he is our brother. Well, let's sell him. Sure. Yeah. And so it was incredibly bad parenting. It was incredibly lazy parenting. Now, in the goodness of God, Genesis chapter 50. Yeah. Genesis, which you guys meant for evil, God used for good. Mm. And I think the horrible thing is God had to permit Joseph to get out of that house to get the right training he Mm -hmm. needed in Egypt. How Mm -hmm. sad is that? My children need some skills. Mm -hmm. My children need to know how to communicate. They need to know how to deal with conflict. And so when I see them in conflict with each other, we need to, I'm so busy, Bob, I don't know how to do it. We have to stop. Mm -hmm. Turn the TV off. Mm -hmm. We have to stop and sit and talk. Because in the long run, it's going to make our family awesome. In the long run, your kids can be in the backseat on a family trip without poking each other to death. Mm -hmm. In the long run, it's going to make them great leaders, great spouses, Mm -hmm. great employees. So it's worth our time. And when you see that somebody, when your child comes in the house and takes their backpack and thumps it on the ground and something happened at school today and you're thinking, I am so tired, I don't want to deal with this child. And you wait for the moment and it's the cookies and milk moment or whatever it is. Something happened in school today. I know you want to tell me nothing, but I know something happened. I love you and I know you 
what happened, and then be dead silent. Mm-hmm. Don't fill the space. Don't get up 30 seconds later. Okay, if you don't want to talk about it, that's it. Yeah. No, you got to give it the time, and dinner may have to wait a little bit, and mm-hmm. soccer may have to wait a lot of bit, mm-hmm. because we're going for the child's heart. We're not developing the child's feet to kick a ball. We're developing the child's heart to be a leader and be married. And you really have to be open to being in those uncomfortable, very awkward moments, too, yes. especially if there's a whole family conflict or a crisis or something, sitting the kids down and saying, kids, you know what? It's just open for them. I'm yeah. not here to say right or wrong you just say what's on your heart yep. and open up and boy i think you'd be shocked to see what the kids really feel and hear if they even know that it's safe enough to open up right and when they open up inappropriately that's when you jump in and you say okay i hear what you're saying you need to lower your voice mm-hmm. and when they do something and they do it appropriately that's when you need to say can i just say something here that was unbelievable the way you said that mm-hmm. that was adult the way mm-hmm. you said it thank you for staying calm and tori you didn't point your finger at roby mm-hmm. you just sat there and expressed your fi- this is how it makes me feel when Roby does this. Look, Tori, that was like a 30-year-old. That was unbelievable. If adults did that, this would be a different country. There wouldn't be wars. I mean, that's when you go overboard where they go, wow, I'm getting so much feedback for thinking rather than reacting. Right, right. And so I think what we want for our children is we want to raise children that can deal with conflict appropriately because all of life has conflict. Mm-hmm. But we have to know this is a long-term mm-hmm. project. Yes. And, you know, all of a sudden, Roby was our sensitive one and people be hurting his feelings on student council and they'd come home and I don't know why they get like that dad well let's talk about it well I don't really want to talk about it you don't have to talk about it now but at some point hey I'm here I want to help you talk about it and he might come wandering down the hall to my study or whatever and we talk about it and then he'd say I feel like you're taking their side I'm not taking their side but I want to give you a different look mm-hmm. I'm taking your side I'm all in on this I think you're right but I'm giving you a different look and I'm not sure they're doing this to you they're just doing this mm-hmm. so Let's look at how you can turn it as a leader. Mm-hmm. I want to prepare my children to succeed, and conflict is what derails so many relationships. Yeah. There are people that did not deal with conflict in their first couple of years of marriage, and the rest of their marriage was impacted by that. They didn't stop. A wife I know who did not tell her husband, it just destroyed me when you did that. Mm-hmm. And they've assumed they're past it, and she never sat and say, this is how that made me feel when you did that. Mm-hmm. And so can we just talk about it? And she just stuffed it and stuffed it and stuffed it. And I ran into them years later with Rosemary and I doing a marriage seminar, and they didn't look the same. Rosemary got with the wife and got a cup of coffee the next morning while we were in their city, and we knew them actually from college. And she said, well, when we first got married, Eddie did such and such. And she said, and you didn't confront him? Well, I did, but we didn't talk it through. I confronted him on it, and this is wrong. But I didn't really ever express, this is how this made me feel. Mm-hmm. And wow, they just never got it back together till they actually chose to get some help. We do need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I've stuffed it down. Now it's going to take major surgery. We've got to teach our children the right way to deal with conflict, the right way to manage their anger, the right way to say, this is how it makes me feel when you do that. You do that with your child, you're raising a marriageable child. You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries this week, talking about the importance of teaching your child to communicate. And tomorrow we'll be talking about opportunities, creating opportunities for communication. So I hope you can join us for that. If you want more resources on different topics about parenting, you can find them online at shfm.org. That's short for Sheridan House Family Ministries. You can also find a wealth of resources on Parenting Today's website, parentingtoday.org. You can hear past broadcasts, the one you just heard, Facebook it, and there's all kinds of tools ready for you there at parentingtoday.org. And we'll see you tomorrow, same time and place, for another edition of Parenting Today. Parenting Today.